Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Penny Peep Show. There once was a slumber who had two kids. Their names were Bert and Maggie. Caught by the coppers, they then skipped town. Farewell to old Australia. Jumped on a boat, their dreams to float. All the way to London town, they got a plan. The rich to scam, they're cutting out the middleman. The shysters, Bert and Maggie. Our story takes our troublesome twosome once again to the streets of London. But this is no ordinary street. And for Bert and Maggie, no ordinary evening. Well, here it is. The Dippling Estate. Estate? It's a terrace house, Bert. We've seen a lot of those. We live in one of those. Well, granted, but ours ain't as fancy as this one. This one's got columns and and fancy stone stairs and... Would you take a look at that doorknob? It's so exciting I can scarce catch my breath. Actually, that's true. This bloody corset. I can barely move and I'm numb from the waist down. Honestly, you could kick me in the cunny and I'd be none the wiser. Language, Maggie. This tea party is a chance for us to impress. And will you stop mucking about with your tits? I'm sorry, Bert. It's this dress. I mean, one deep breath too many and I'll have your eyes out. And my girls just aren't used to this sort of treatment. Oh, the dress is a bit too small, I know. My girls are used to open pastures, free to wander ere they may. I'm courting open revolt, trussing them up like this. If we do a good job tonight, there should be coin enough to get you something that fits good. God knows I don't fancy being concussed by a spring-loaded bosom. Least of all my sisters. Now, last check before we bang the knocker. Who are we? We are Albert and Margaret von Liegenschwein of the famed Eastern European von Liegenschweins, spiritualists to the nobility. That's right. Any particular nobility? I don't know. They're all the same to me. Too many weak chins and overlapping ancestors. Who are we here to channel? Oh, I'm getting a vision. It's a woman whose name is Clarabella Baker, here to see her daughter. Daughters. What? Daughters. I got word that Mrs Dippling's sister's in town for this. What's she like then? Don't know, haven't met the woman, but the very thought of her sends Mrs Dippling into borderline hysterics, so she must be a piece of work. Yeah, but Mrs Dippling sounds a sort to have borderline hysterics if she accidentally shows too much ankle. True. I don't know what she's going to make of your tits. Good evening. You must be Mr and Miss von Liegenschwein. That's right, kind sir. May I take your coats? Oh, take them where? Just give him your coat, Maggie. Thank you. Yes, thank you, sir. Follow me, sir, madam. Oh, I like the cut of his jib, Bert. He's a servant, Maggie. We don't dally with servants. I wouldn't dally with him for long. Focus, Maggie. May I present Mr. and Miss von Liegenschwein. The von Liegenschweins? Mr. 
Mr. Von Liegenschwein. I say, we've been positively bursting to see you again, haven't we, darling? Quite, darling. And this must be your enchanting sister, yes? We are charmed by your presence, Miss Von Liegenschwein. Why, thank you ever so much, Mr. Dippling. I must say, Miss Von Liegenschwein, that you do so strongly remind me of someone. Who, darling? Why, remember our last little adventure, Mr. Von Liegenschwein? I do indeed, Mrs. Dippling. She is the very image of that unfortunate girl we rescued that night, isn't she, darling? I'm not sure. Are you comparing my sister to a prostitute? <gasps> oh, I never! Absolutely not! I was quite mistaken! They look nothing alike! Oh, completely different! That girl was much, uh, shorter! Fatter! Flat-chested! And your sister definitely isn't any of those things! Especially not flat-chested! Sorry, darling. Oh, but you simply have to meet the other guests. I'll take you around the room. This is Sir and Lady Hempworth. How do you do? Charmed. Pleased to make your acquaintance. Always a thrill to meet new people. I've had word that you put on quite the show. Indeed. Lord Featherstone said his wife was raving about you. And I had it directly from Mrs. Nancy Mandrake. Really? Mandrake didn't say a word about her when I saw him at the club. Oh, no. He was indisposed at the time, and you know what that means. <laughs> oh, I do, I do. But one does not say in polite company. But I'm sure this evening will be nothing but polite if a shade quaint. Yes, it's been such a long time since we've been amongst so much new furniture. <laughs> but we're quite prepared for a thrilling evening, <laughs> Mrs. Dippling. <laughs> what was that about? They were being rude, judging by the giggling. Nonsense! They've just an aristocratic sense of humour. Yeah. I notice the weak chins. And one could only imagine the overlapping ancestors. The Hempworths are two of the busiest of busybodies in London society. So, if tonight goes well, by tomorrow afternoon, you and your sister and, by extension, Mr. Dippling and I will be the very toast of the town. All things going as planned. Yes. We are rather relying on your occult powers. We're entirely at your mercy. Ha ha. But now you simply must meet my sister and her husband. Here they are. May I present Mrs. and Mr. Jeremy Sutton Spaulding. Good evening. Hello there. I wasn't quite sure they'd make it this evening, as they're only in town for a day or two. One doesn't like to loiter in London too long, lest one is overcome with the desire to throw oneself into the Thames. Oh, you don't like the city? This wretched sooty cesspool. It's Barely habitable, full of greasy foreigners and malodorous locals, combining forces to turn the place into a sweaty, stinking atrocity. Jeremy goes to his club, and I'm left to marshal sense into a fleet of maids who weren't so much dropped as babies as held upside down for most of their childhoods. You can keep the city. Ah, well, at least there's always the country. The country? Oh, yes, the country. Nothing but mud, 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 pigs and mud. Of course, Jeremy loves it. He's off hunting and fishing with his schoolmates at all hours. Meanwhile, I'm left to deal with the servants who are all lazy beyond belief. The housekeeper tells me the girls work themselves to the bone, but I always find dust somewhere. That's true. Where was it last time? Second guest bedroom, under the wardrobe. Disgusting. Well, there's nothing like a night out to lift your spirits. 
I would prefer a quiet night to myself rather than move in this kind of mixed company. Seems we have something in common then. I very much hope not. Can't say I know a dot about spiritualism, but sounds like a lark and a half to me. Oh, do shut up, Jeremy. Right-ho, dear. It's a pleasure to meet the both of you, Mrs Sutton Spaulding, Mr Sutton Spaulding. The Diplings have told us all about you. Have they? How indiscreet. I despise being talked of. I haven't told them anything, sister. Victoria's a little standoffish this evening. We just got word that a good friend of ours, Mr Simon Sinclair, came off his horse yesterday. Oh, no. Is he all right? Afraid not. Poor chap's dead. Oh, that's sad. Were you close friends? He wasn't my friend. I barely knew him and what I did know I did not care for. He was Jeremy's friend. It's true. I've known Simon since I was a little tyke. Went to school together, joined the army together, went to Injar and shot Afghans together. Yes, I've spent the better and best parts of my life with Simon's sweetheart Sinclair. Did you just call him sweetheart? Boarding school nickname, you know. That was Simon's. So, yes... I did call him sweetheart. You do go on, Jeremy. You know I hate it when you go on. You're being boring. Look, everyone's bored now. That's your fault. Sorry, dear. Oh, he's just upset about his friend dying. And I don't wish to talk about him. I thought him odious in life and I'm sure death hasn't improved him any. Oh, yeah, but... I shouldn't huff and puff so, my dear, lest your dress makes you a harlot. And I'm sure that isn't the sort of party my darling sister had in mind. Oh, why don't we begin the entertainment portion of the evening? I think perhaps that's a good idea. But we haven't had tea yet. No, but I think perhaps raising a spirit or two might raise everyone's spirit. <laughs> Very clever there, Mrs Dippling. No one likes a sycophant, Jeremy. This way. That... Badger-faced hag! Oh, you said the same thing about that dress. I'm allowed to. It's my dress. I'll not have some chicken-breasted hedgehog laughing at me, Bert. Look, you've got to calm down. She's rattled my cage, Bert. Remember what Ma used to say about people who get on your nerves? Here, shank them. What? No. Shoot them. No. Strangle them? Oh, what she used to say, not what she used to do. And what did she used to say? When people get on your nerves, pay them no mind. Oh, she might have said that, but she never did that. I mean, God knows I wish she had. Sometimes I reckon we spent the better part of our childhood digging shallow graves, but I don't... Look, just stick to the plan, Maggie. Yeah, all right. Here we are. Oh, what a fine table, Mrs Dippling. I've taken the liberty of drawing the curtains and turning the lights to low. For atmosphere, of course. Uh, this shall be your seat, Mr Von Liechtenstein. No, my sister will be leading the seance today. Oh? Yes, for it is she who is the truly powerful psychic medium of the family. But you're very powerful, Mr. Von Liegenschwein. Yes. And your sister is more powerful, you say? Yes. So if your sister is more powerful... Yes. Ooh! Can we get on with it? Take seats, everyone. I'll get everyone to place their hands on the table and give us a bit of hush. Is that all? I went to a seance at Mrs. Bray Skirtle's last month and we began by having a sing-song of all things. Oh, that's for amateurs. Really? Lady Parchment said something similar at the time, but when hush I asked... now. Well, if you insist. I say, what's going on? I can't catch what she says. She's communicating with the spirits. Oh, jolly good. Be quiet, Jeremy. Thank you. I wasn't shushing him for you. There is a spirit amongst us. Ooh. They are circling the table. They know someone amongst our number. Someone's... Shh. Quite right, darling. Speak, spirit. Tell me, who is it you seek? 
Uh-huh. Okay. You don't say. What's the spirit saying? The spirit wishes to enter my body so that they may speak to the table themselves. Are you sure, sister? It is so dangerous. Yes, this is a peaceful spirit seeking to commune with their loved one. Ones. Come, spirit. Yes. Yes, enter me. <gasps> She's dropped her head. Has she fallen asleep? Hello. I say, where am I? You're in London, my dear. You are amongst friends. Oh, spirit, what is your name? Straight in with the important questions, darling. Yes, darling. Good work, darling. Thank you, darling. Why, it's me, Simon Sinclair. What? Oh. Simon, you old rogue. What are you doing in this young lady? You cannot be serious. Why, Mr. Sinclair, it's so good to see you again. Oh, it's me, Mrs. Dorothy Dippling. I'm here with my husband. Hello, Mr. Philip Dippling here. Uh, we met once, briefly, at Ascot, I think it was. This is hardly the time for social climbing, darling. Oh, point taken, darling. What the bloody hell are you doing, Maggie? Revenge, Bert, revenge! I say, sweetheart, terribly sorry about everything. What do you mean? Well, you know, you're deaf. Awful business, really. Now, Jeremy, I've had quite enough of this nonsense. Oh, well... That's horses for you. Were you riding the new filly? That's right. The spirited thing, she was. Yes. Perhaps a little too spirited. Yes, good point. So, death treating you all right? I can't complain. Uh, the food's a damn sight better than school. That wouldn't be bloody hard. <laughs> uh, say, uh, sweetheart, old chap, I'm sorry we didn't get to say goodbye. I'm sorry we left things in such uncertain terms. This is preposterous. Such is life, Jeremy. Or the opposite in this case. Do you remember those nights in Indra when we would drink until the sun was beginning to rise and you'd turn to me and I'd turn to you? Uh, I remember. And you'd look me in the eye and say, Todger, old bean, I love you. This is absurd. And I still do, Todger. I just wanted to say, sweetheart, I love you too. <laughs> Victoria, come back. How delicious. Nancy Mandrake will scream. After them. I don't want to miss a moment of this disaster. <laughs> what the bloody hell have you done, Maggie? Oh, Bird, I didn't know. Balls. I say, miss. Oh, you're still here. <laughs> Everyone all right in here? You, you bastard! You and your sister! Victoria, it's nothing, it's silly! He was just chatting to an old school chum. Do you speak to your school chums like that? Do you? Certainly not. <laughs> what are we all just... Calm down. Do not tell me to calm down, you cretin! You don't know what it's like being me, being married to him, all the nights alone, wondering who he was... What he was doing. He's never home, never with me, his wife, and I'm left wandering around that big empty house. Is this the city house or the country house? Both! Either! Even the servants hate me for some reason. I'm always alone, day after day, night after night. All I had was my good name, my reputation. 
But I knew if Jeremy's secret got out, I'd lose that too. And I prayed that buffoon would at least be discreet. But now, outed by a ghost, of all things, I have nothing. I am nothing. Best tea party ever. It's all I can do not to write telegrams as I'm standing here. You can't tell anyone about this. After all, there's nothing to tell. Oh, we won't tell anyone. Oh, definitely not. We wouldn't dream of it. You're going to tell everyone, aren't you? Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm physically capable of stopping myself. It's just like Mr. Mandrake. And Sir Bellinger. And Lord Rumbold. I'm ruined. You've ruined me. Oh, I didn't do anything. No, it was your sister. Your sister. I think we just ruined a party. What about Simon? What about him? I was speaking to him, wasn't I? Yeah, of course you were. And is he still in there? Somewhere? I don't know. <sighs> sure. Yes. Hello, Todger. It's me. <coughs> Where are they? Boy, <gasps> get your hands off my sister. Jeremy, I... Uh, he's kissing a woman. He's got mm -hmm. his tongue in her. And he's got his hands on her. her you know. Her posterior. Yes, that. Good Lord, that was moist. Maggie, what are you doing? I didn't do anything. It was this guy. He jumped me. Jeremy, is this true? Did you put your lips on this woman voluntarily? By choice? Ah, uh, well, you see, Victoria, my dear... Answer the question, Jeremy! Yes, I kissed this young lady. I thought everyone had left. Sudden Spalding can't keep his hands off the girls, it seems. Who'd have known? Given everything else that's happened, certainly not me. I'm ruined again! Ruined? Lord, no. The best men in the world have got multiple ladies on the go. We're talking royalty. Kings. Why, William IV had ten children with Dorothea Jordan. George IV had Maria Fitzherbert, not to mention a dozen others. <laughs> George II had Henrietta Howard. George I had that German woman. What was her nickname again? The Maple. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Just about every king back to the Saxons had a mistress. You are in phenomenal company, my dear. I am? Oh, yes. Step out with me once or twice, and I'll introduce you to some delightful ladies with absent husbands. There's no one I'd rather take tea with than a woman scorned. Really? That's good. We should introduce you to Mrs. Gardner. And Lady Granger. And the Duchess of Cumbria. And bring Mrs. Dippling with you. We'll make a day of it. Oh, I'd love to. The carriage is pulling around now, Lady Hempworth, Sir Hempworth. Goodbye, Mrs. Dippling. Goodbye, Mr. Dippling. What a sensational afternoon. One for the history books, methinks. Yes, absolutely. Ta-ta. Thank you for our... Yes, as well. Miss von Liegenschwein? Oh, yes? I may call on you to... If uh, Simon is... Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Goodbye, traps. What a devastating afternoon. I'll have to keep an eye on my rampant husband. Speak soon, Dottie. We'd best be on our way too, Dipplings. Oh, Mr. von Liegenschwein, you and your sister live up to your glorious family name. A complete triumph of an afternoon. It was? Oh, yes. The Hempworths had a marvellous time. They'll be talking about it for weeks to come. What's more, you made my sister happy. 
we be seeing you at the Cheshire Cheese in the coming week? Yeah, uh, yes. Yes, you will. Come on, Bert. Let's hop a handsome cab. So, I know it didn't go quite to plan. No. But it all worked out in the end. Lucky for you. I will say one thing, though, Maggie. What? One of your tits have fallen out. Oh, shit. And so, Bert and Maggie have caught a disaster, but managed to give it the finger and elope with societal success. Who'd have thought it? Join us next time for more cracking, historically accurate Victorian adventures with Bert and Maggie. Bert and Maggie featured the voices of Lucy Clough, Kieran Davy, Ethan Dean, Matt Graham, Kyle Hunter, Alice Nilsson, Jacqueline Osorio, and Matthew Samer. Music composed and performed by Matthew Samer. Words by Kieran Davy. With special thanks to Robin Smith. Hi, listeners. Jacqueline Osorio, cast member of the Penny Peep Show here. I've been shoved into the booth to thank you for listening and ask you to subscribe, share, and rate us. You can get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, and by email. Details in the episode description. New episode in two weeks. Until then, thanks again for listening. Bye! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.